When you hear that sound, you know what time it is. It's River Valley Co-op Table Talk with your hosts, Travis Sullivan and Matt Van Sloten. <laughs> Matt, how are we doing today? We are doing fantastic. Well, we have uh, yet another special guest on our podcast channel today. Yeah, I think we had to pay him to be here, though, so... Well, he should be paying us. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh... Where did I get paid? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Uh, let's welcome uh, Cully Medley. He is our regional sales manager at River Valley Cooperative. Cully, welcome to the show. It's great to be here, guys. Wish we could say the same. Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, Cully is going to talk to us a little bit about the fertilizer market today, Matthew. Yeah, he's hopefully we get a little insight onto it. Sounds like it's a it's the buzzword as we want to say about this time. So hopefully he's got his crystal ball along. He's going to tell us all of the answers that we want to know about. That's so. right. We've all been looking for the answers, and we're all going to get them today. Isn't that right, Cully? No. no. Oh, <laughs> well, we're sorely disappointed, but. No, but Cully, tell us, uh, give us a little insight. What's all been happening? We've heard a lot of buzz, so. Uh, it's been a crazy year in the fertilizer market. Um, kind of stemmed back from last fall, from a year year ago. Uh, if you looked at fertilizer prices at that time, we had phosphates at a 14-year low. Um, potash was at the lowest levels it's been in a while. And the market kind of felt soft. Um, and uh, honestly, we didn't know what the outlook would be through the fall just for the simple fact um, markets commodity markets were kind of falling off and then it didn't look like guys were going to continue to pour to the crop um, and then things changed uh, we had a really good fall markets continued to climb um, you saw supply issues continue to happen through the entire industry um, which kind of led all the way into the spring it was a long tail it was uh, some struggles to get through the fall needs and even get into the spring needs. Um, now we're kind of through the spring, um, started getting in our fill tons for fertilizer for this next year. Um, market really hasn't backed off. Demand's still strong. Uh, commodity prices are extremely strong. So we, we recently um, purchased uh, our ammonia and our phosphates and uh, S10 and uh, potash so we, we've came out with some pricing here recently and uh, feel like it's a very good value at this time just what's going on with the grain prices um, we had a big report that came out today uh, continues to run hard I, last I looked corn was up almost limit beans were out almost the same so it's one of those things that I think we got a huge opportunity right now to crush a margin um, very profitable um, and Right now, where the market is, it seems like it, it, it has a lot of more pressure under it today, even more than what we were thinking. Yeah, that's a great point what you're saying about the, you know, that, that report today coming out. I think uh, not necessarily a surprise, but it uh, you know, definitely shot things back up um, over what they've already been high. And you know, that's, it's a great opportunity for guys to start locking in what we can right now in these fertilizer markets because they're probably not coming back down anytime soon, right? No, no. It, it looks like right now with the strength that we're seeing, uh, replacement cost continues to be up as, as high as $100, $150 a ton where we're currently at. So um, this market definitely has some legs underneath it. 
So if we had to kind of go back to the beginning of this whole rally or run in this fertilizer market, you talked a little bit about some of these supply issues or so that kind of started maybe this ball rolling down the hill. Uh, what what have you heard? What were those supply issues or what kind of what kind of brought that all on? Well, a lot of that stemmed, um, if you go back a year ago, about August time frame, uh, there was some um, tariff negotiations that were being done with uh, Mosaic and Nutrient on imports coming into the country, um, which limited the amount of imports that really showed up all of last year. Um, it, it really wasn't settled on until about February before the tariffs were actually set, which limited the imports, which limited supply. It was basically only domestic supply, especially on the phosphate side. So it was, it was really weird going from a 14-year low to all of a sudden now you're supply restricted, market continues to rally, and, and you couldn't get the product. Well, and I'm sure weather never has anything to do with that or seasonal changes or so because I'm sure we can just, I don't know, pick that up anywhere, can't we? And no, no. No? That, that doesn't work that way? No, most of our phosphate comes out of Florida, um, and obviously the potash comes out of the Canadian mines. Um, and just recently, uh, Mosaic had uh, uh, mine, two mine shafts that they shut down, K1 and K2, in Esterhazy. And uh, that's going to take about a million tons out of the market. So the supply issues are still out there and still real. Yeah, and I know that obviously for River Valley's territory, you know, you said from uh, the potash and where they come from and everything else, you know, a lot of that's coming, you know, we rely a lot on the Mississippi, and that does get shut down at times as well. So we, we do have those transportation pieces. Yeah, and um, luckily this year uh, the river was um, pretty navigable all the way through the season. Um, we didn't have high floodwaters and concerns on that side, but that just one other thing that could cause an issue in the spring time frame. But this year, um, you know, we're heavily buying fertilizer uh, earlier than what we usually do, um, except the concerns of supply and trying to get it in in time. Um, you know, we, we've started unloading barges already. Most of our potash barges are already in the buildings. So, and our phosphates will start showing up here in July. So it's getting ahead of the game. Yeah, that's, and that's a great segue. You know, like we said, uh, the supply issue is not going to change anytime soon. So let's talk a little bit about what River Valley is doing from an organization standpoint to, you know, counter some of that. We're bringing some of it in. Uh, what what can the farmer expect to see out there when we're talking, uh, getting some of that early pricing out and, and getting some stuff booked early? Yeah, I mean, one thing we're doing is trying to maximize our space. Um, obviously, we got to fill all of our space as full as we possibly can. Um, that way, we have enough supply for our customers and um, enough to get us through the fall. Um, and obviously, we'll replenish again in the winter time frame so we have a uh, product for the spring. But, you know, right now we went out with some pricing, um, early payment um, that guys can lock in what I think is a very good value at this time. Um, and I, I do think looking in the, the future in the crystal ball, it, it, it feels like it does want to go much higher. Did you hear that crystal ball? No, I told you he was going to bring it along. He did bring it. I haven't seen him use it yet. Yeah. It's yeah. like the magic eight ball. <laughs> oh, that's usually sometimes cloudy and says check back later. So usually <laughs> when I check it, but so obviously, uh, you know, you talked a little bit about this market and the opportunity to purchase some of these tons. At the same point, 
our suppliers from from real value standpoint don't always have prices sitting out there at all times do they no and that's uh, one thing that we've struggled um, trying to get pricing out of our suppliers early enough that we can bring out pricing to our customers early enough um, a lot of times we can't buy it to even offer um, a price out in the countryside and that's that's been an ongoing struggle um, again the, the fertilizer market is really controlled by a handful of people um, and they kind of dictate when they want to set pricing and where they want to be at and we're kind of all at their mercy but the, the only thing we can do is um, adapt and when they do have pricing is go get our needs covered so that way we can supply to our customers super so Cody, I'm gonna put you on the spot are you ready for this I'm ready all right so as, as we've had some conversations and you hear them in the past and and going on everyone's always kind of that has that that thought mentality and you talked about that we've purchased these tons and we've got this fertilizer there and so um, and obviously talked about the market going higher and everything else and, and I don't want to stage this too much but you know sometimes the question comes back is why can't you know we offer that same price when we buy those tons why can't we offer that all the way through the year and all the way through the fall and so on and so forth you know a lot of that is uh, what's going on in the market um, so yes, we'll, we'll take an initial fill um, on fertilizer, and then, then we're at the mercy of what the market does from then on. And a lot of times if it does climb higher, I mean, we have to, obviously our costs go up and our cost gets passed along. So it's, it's not one of those things, we love to hold pricing. It would be great, it'd be easy, um, but it's not feasible. So there's definitely times that the market continues to climb i mean last fall was a perfect example we, we we chased it all fall it continued to climb and climbed higher and higher um and then lack of supply even limits that ability to do that but the, the thing also is the guys that want to commit no different than what we commit with our suppliers and prepay with them and get the product in-house um we want to reward the same customers that do the same thing Right, and, and it's it's something, too, is that we don't see this price fluctuate every single day. I mean, we are probably taking some risk when we, we offer a price and kind of almost average or soften out that change. Would that be the way of putting it? That would be a great way to put it. Like I, said, I think there's if you're always changing prices, it's not like uh, grain prices where we're going to change them daily, but there, there's definitely price increases, and they can happen at any time. Um, and we have the ability to uh, use our storage and use the infrastructure that River Valley has in place to allow us to hold our pricing a little bit better than what I consider a grain price that changes daily. So it, it, there is definitely some benefits from that side of it. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you, Kelly, for all those insights. That's a lot of good information, and uh, you know, I think our listeners will find that uh, hopefully rather useful where exactly this fertilizer market is and why it continues to climb and why there probably unfortunately isn't much of an end in sight um, for a little while on that. But uh, for those of you out there that have any other questions on where uh, these fertilizer markets are going or anything else in, uh, in general, what, our, what we can cover with River Valley Co-op, please reach out to any one of us at River Valley Co-op. And until next time, keep your boots on the ground and please continue to listen. <laughs>